Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 154, number 154, numero 154. Hello, hello! How's it going, amigos y amigas? Welcome, welcome everybody. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net. EnglishMadeSimple.net. I am your personal English coach here at English Made Simple, trying to teach you how to speak English and how not to speak English, okay? <laughs> Let's dive straight into today's show. In today's show, we are going to learn pros and cons advantages and disadvantages of three different methods when learning to speak English. Today's episode is going to be a bit different. But first, let me ask you this question. I wonder, do you ever say to yourself um, things like, oh, I will never speak English. You're so frustrated that you say to yourself, I will never speak English. I will never be able to speak English. When you try to speak in English, you just become frozen, unable to articulate yourself in English. Do you ever feel like that? I do remember my experience when I was learning Spanish about three years ago. I had been preparing to travel to South America for six months. Uh, and I remember I used to say to myself, you know what, I will just learn Spanish by myself. I was a bit stubborn then. Anyway, I said to myself, you know what, I know all the Shakira songs. I had been watching telenovelas without the subtitles. I was very proud of that. <laughs> I should be fine, right? Wrong. When I finally moved to Chile to stay with my now husband, I was surprised at how many people did not speak English well. I mean, just going to the shop, um, I was kind of expecting the shop assistant to be able to speak to me in English because I was lazy. <laughs> I was lazy to speak in Spanish. You know what? Most English-speaking uh, travelers make this mistake. They just assume everyone speaks English. So I was one of them. So cliche. <laughs> anyway, going back to my story. If you had uh, listened to my earlier episodes, like episode one or two, I think, you would know by now that I couldn't even order a cup of coffee in Spanish. I know, so embarrassing. I was so scared to speak. I remember I used to just freeze when I was trying to speak to the, to the waiter. I was uh, also relying on my husband to order for me which was okay in the beginning, but I should have tried doing it myself. I would have learned to speak Spanish much sooner. How hard is to say, quiero un café, por favor? Duh, <laughs> sounds easy now. And then uh, the whole experience just reminded me of my, first, uh, my very first time trying to speak English with native speakers in New Zealand. Uh, I do remember it was really hard uh, to speak English then. I found it extremely hard to speak in English. And I remember I just wasn't that confident the first time I wanted to speak with native speakers. But you know what? I did something that um, really helped me a lot, which I want to share now with you, okay? 
what helped me uh, start to speak in English was listening, listening, uh, observing other people, how they talk, copying phrases that I hear people around me use, and of course, repeating those phrases and learning how they use them. I would try to incorporate those phrases in my daily conversations. I was trying to copy and uh, use those phrases that I learned from the other people who were speaking English around me. No doubt you have tried different methods uh, yourselves in the past to help you speak English. Maybe you are developing new methods right now as I speak. Who knows? Some of the methods you might be trying right now are they could be Trying to learn English by yourself, getting lost in the endless sea of YouTube videos. There are heaps of them now, right? Too many. How do you choose? Uh, maybe you're buying textbooks uh, to help you learn grammar, attending a course or getting a private tutor. Maybe, just maybe. Let me ask you this. Which one of these methods worked for you or was more effective for you? Let's look at the first one, okay? Learning English by yourself, reading books in your area of interest or learning English by watching TV or YouTube videos. Uh, reading books in English is a great way to expand your vocabulary. Actually, this is how native speakers increase their vocabulary as well. They're reading, they have to read. So I definitely recommend reading in English. I suggest you read something that you enjoy reading because uh, you will most likely memorize the new words uh, and the phrases that you read. One downside of this uh, or one, one disadvantage, so downside or disadvantage of this is, well, you know, you still can't speak English. <laughs> you can read, but you can't speak English. It's a different skill. So after you finish reading, think about this. When will you use this newly acquired vocabulary? When will you use these new phrases you just read in the book? Hmm. Sometimes I don't even use those. Also, uh, watching TV is great. I still watch telenovelas without subtitles. I just don't want to forget Spanish. So it's important that I always uh, feed my mind with songs and movies in Spanish. So watching TV in English is a great way to improve your listening skills and also to increase your vocabulary. Definitely keep doing this. It does help. One downside, though, is, well, do you understand what they say on TV? Half of it is full of slang, modismos, and colloquial language. So you really need to have a dictionary next to you to understand what they are saying on TV. Don't get me wrong, this is still a great way to learn English, okay? Keep watching TV. And thanks to the internet, you can now watch YouTube videos and learn English. There is a lot of information out there. How do you know which one is right for you? You can lose yourself completely in those videos and spend endless hours of watching those videos, but it still doesn't help you speak English. You still have to use what you learn. Again, don't get me wrong, if you have time and patience, then this is definitely one way to go about learning English. The second method I mentioned earlier, the second method of learning to speak 
uh, English is by learning grammar, so one of the traditional methods. Using traditional methods such as textbooks, dictionary, useful phrases, and just learning grammar in general is a great way to enrich your vocabulary. I would still use these uh, tools or books uh, to start learning another language, uh, although I would only look at them once or twice and afterwards I would lose interest. Uh, this is just me, I get bored easily, I'm that sort of person. I'm the person uh, that likes to learn through immersion, so I like a more practical way of learning. The book I bought to help me learn Spanish, uh, Spanish grammar, is still sitting on the bookshelf at home collecting dust at the moment. Just dust on there. My husband makes fun of me when I try to speak Spanish, but I don't care. I don't have the fear of speaking anymore. That's what matters to me. All I have to do is, well, I just have to deal with my husband now and I will deal with him later. Let's be honest. Grammar doesn't help in real conversations. You just don't have time to apply the rules that you find in a textbook or dictionary and apply it into your conversation. This is why it is important to just speak. Speak, doesn't matter how it sounds. Don't worry about your grammar when you speak English. Back when I was working in the corporate job, I had colleagues or workmates who spoke broken English. Uh, their grammar wasn't that perfect and uh, you know what, there was nothing wrong with that. They still had technical skills uh, that enabled them to do their jobs. Okay, so no dramas if you speak English and your grammar isn't perfect. That can easily be fixed. And the last method, method number three of learning to speak English that I wanted to mention to you today is getting a teacher or attending a course. Uh, I have taught in schools in Chile before and I have been a student myself. I attended a course in Chile when I was learning Spanish. And I'm so glad that I did that because I was in a new country. I didn't know anybody except my husband and I needed to meet new friends. So I needed to have that face-to-face -face interaction. One way to meet new people is, you know, to attend a course. That worked for me. What I'm trying to say here is that you can't compare what you learn with a teacher with something like watching an episode of Friends or watching YouTube videos. You can't compare those two. Working with a teacher or a coach will give you results fast. Well, faster than the other methods I mentioned in today's episode. When you're working with a teacher or a coach, you get instant feedback on how you're doing. This is an invaluable experience, if you will, getting the feedback on the spot, getting the immediate feedback uh, to help you develop into a confident English speaker. The way I work is different to the way other teachers work. My method is different. It doesn't follow the traditional norm, <laughs> the traditional rules. I have uh, developed a speaking program that I'm launching in the month of November. If you're listening to this in November of 2017, it will be launched more specifically on the 20th of November. I call it Speak Easy. It is a three-week program and the goal is to help you speak English without feeling too embarrassed, without 
um, or getting tongue-tied when trying to speak in English. We will be using collocations and phrasal verbs in the program. This is what native speakers use when they speak in English. There won't be a grammar lesson unless it's really necessary. I'm opening this program to four very cool and very ambitious people who want to speak English and who want to learn it with me. So guys, I'm giving you an opportunity to speak English for three weeks. Actually, three weeks is too long. You will be speaking English from day one, okay? From day one. Just to give you an idea of what the program entails, what it has, we will be learning collocations and phrases, as I mentioned. We will share short stories about each other and we'll be able to express our ideas in English. We will participate in conversations and we'll learn how to ask questions, which is really important if you want to initiate a conversation. The goal of the program is for us to speak English every day. That's the goal. Uh, it is a practical course. We will be using virtual media, the internet, the phone, the whole lot, everything. So you can learn from the comfort of your own home or wherever you happen to be. You'll get instant feedback from me. I just know this program will help you break all your fears when speaking in English. I know it will improve your pronunciation and expand your vocabulary. I designed this program because I wanted to make English a part of your life. What you will learn in three weeks will empower you to speak English comfortably with native speakers. Uh, you will be using the same words that the native speakers use. If you are serious about learning English and you're someone who likes to take action, then the speaking program is for you. As I mentioned before, I like to work in small groups because I feel that's when we learn the most. Well, that's it for today, amigos y amigas. I hope today's episode has opened your eyes and not just your ears to learning English. You've been listening to me for a while now and I think it's time for us to speak English, finally! I will be sending more information on this uh, via email and Facebook group and I will provide more details on the program in the next episode of English Made Simple. This program is for you if you're serious about learning to speak English. Thanks for listening to my speech today. I've been talking a lot, I know. If you found today's episode helpful, please share it with your friends. Remember, sharing is caring. You've been jamming with Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net. You've been awesome today. Thanks for listening. Let's have a chat again soon. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Bye.